Now, when Eternals was first announced, I really didn't know what to think. Not so much because it was very perplexing, but more so because it's like the eighth Marvel property to come out this year, and at this point, I'm just sort of watching them. I mean, Hawkeye comes out later this month. I mean, it, it's Hawkeye. Just shove it in my face. I'll watch it. It's fine. Now, Eternals, on the other hand, did sort of seem to have something unique going for it. Chloe Zhao, who won an Academy Award for Nomadland last year, was at the helm as writer and director, which promised a Marvel movie that would, at least in theory, be more cinematically rich and powerful than the rest of Marvel's catalog. Now, did I watch Nomadland? I just talked about Hawkeye ten seconds ago. What do you think? Now, even before it released, however, Eternals pulled the most baffling cinematic 180 that the MCU has yet seen. As of November 14th, it has a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, making it the only MCU movie without a fresh score on the site. Now, you might be saying, Kevin, that's not that bad. That's better than I did in my last math test. Which, one, why are you listening to this instead of studying? Two, it sits a full 18% lower than Thor The Dark World, which was previously the lowest rated MCU movie on the site. Now, if you've seen Thor The Dark World... What? What? Like, according to critics, Eternals is worse than Black Widow. Now, Black Widow isn't awful, but... Guys, one of them was directed by an Oscar-winning writer and director, and the other one was just Black Widow. As long as Eternals doesn't completely fall on its face, it should still be way better than a corporate cash grab like that. Now, this makes it sound like I think Eternals should get an Oscar itself, and that's not true. Now, I should probably rail a little on the movie before my credibility goes even further down the drain than it already has. First of all, the premise of making a serious and cinematic Marvel movie was a terrible one to begin with. I'm not saying that Marvel movies can't be emotional or well-made, but above all, they're made to entertain, not to provide a deep emotional experience or anything. So, in the end, you have a movie that is desperately trying to be rich and emotionally driven, filled with tonally inconsistent jokes and out-of-place plot elements that clearly don't belong in the movie that Chloe Zhao was trying to make. And it should also be mentioned that these jokes and plot elements don't work. Yeah, you might think, well, oh, I like jokes as long as they're funny. No, they're not funny jokes. It doesn't feel natural when you have one of the characters say, Oh, well, I'm strong enough to lead the Avengers now. No, that doesn't feel natural at all. It completely takes you out of the movie and ruins the experience. It feels like a lot of this stuff was just thrown in there to fill the basic Marvel quota so they could sell as many action figures as possible. Yippee! The only mistake the movie really makes is being a Marvel movie. I mean, for the most part, it feels completely disconnected from the rest of the MCU, and it seemingly goes out of its way to avoid most Marvel tropes. Now, that doesn't save the embarrassing choices made with the plot at points. It, it kind of feels like Chloe Zhao wrote like 98% of the script, and then she was sick for one day, so some random intern filled in the rest, and they just sort of went with it. Yet these aren't like top 10 embarrassing mistakes in Eternals sort of things. Yeah, these are actual oversights that remove some of the emotional weight from parts of the movie for no good reason at all. And yet, I, I still kind of liked it. Yeah, I'm seeing a trend in many of my reviews as of late where I sort of do a, it's not good. But, yeah, if you don't jive with that, I'm sorry. But I'm kind of a sucker for movies that aren't good, but, you know, they've got spirit. You know, like, the things I've mentioned here could in fact ruin the movie for you, but in truth, I really didn't dislike the movie as much as I expected, and I can still really recognize the good things it has going for it. The biggest problem that I expected the movie to have was its overwhelmingly large cast. Like, an ensemble of 20-something heroes works a whole lot better when the audience already knows all of them. Trying to introduce 10 characters all at once seemed a little impossible, especially when they're so obscure. Like, if I asked someone on the street three years ago what Eternal was, they probably would just been like, Wait, is that like a Doctor Who villain or something? But the movie actually pulls it off fairly smoothly. 
Now, yeah, if you were really trying to pick the movie apart, these are by no means deep or multifaceted characters or anything, but for me, they still kind of worked. Every character only has a couple of defining traits, but overall, those traits worked incredibly well for me. Every character has something about them that gives them a little bit of extra depth and spice, and that makes them fairly compelling overall. For example, the one guy, Drig, Drig, names uh, has the ability to control other people's minds he's constantly upset because he and all the other eternals can't use their powers to stop human conflicts which he could do in a snap of a finger now that might not sound like much but it's it's something that's interesting it's kind of refreshing to have characters that are actually defined by their motivations rather than just being ooh determined to stop the bad guy sure you could say ooh well none of the characters get enough development to be fully fleshed out or stand on their own well yeah that's why there's nine other ones right there I mean, the fact that there's ten main characters instead of just one means that they were free to branch out and give them traits and motivations that go beyond just determined and spunky. Saying the movie is bad because one or two characters doesn't connect with you is a little ridiculous. I mean, I guarantee you'll find at least a few characters that you care about, and for me that was enough to feel invested. If there's one thing to be said about the movie, it's that it's interesting. Never was I just sort of sitting back like I knew what to expect because I didn't. Everyone has different goals and beliefs, and while it's a lot to juggle, it's very rewarding, and it ties together in a satisfying way in the end. This is not by any means a typical superhero movie, and I don't say that lightly. It felt like there were true, meaningful, personal stakes for the characters. And it feels like it's been forever since we've had a Marvel property that actually challenges its characters' beliefs as much as it challenges them to, you know, beat down the big gray CGI thing. Stuff goes down in this movie, and it doesn't end with the, everything's fine, we're all Avengers now, yay, that I expected it to. People die, and it's not just the general sort of death to motivate the hero before the finale, they're just gone. The best analogy that I can think of for Eternals is that it's the Wonder Woman 1984 of Marvel movies. Sure, it's got a lot of problems and glaring oversights in its script, but Hidden Beneath is a well-made movie with great characters and deep themes. I mean, this one doesn't have Pedro Pascal in it, but it, it managed to be good anyway. Now, don't worry, it's not nearly as flaw-ridden as Wonder Woman 1984, and it's way more emotional, too. I mean, when it hits, it hits hard. The movie has more plot twists and gut punches than the last few years of Marvel movies combined, and, you know, I genuinely believe this, there are more emotional moments than there are fight scenes. That's an actual thing I'm saying about a Marvel movie. Not to mention, the gigantic scope means there's some really impressive imagery throughout. The entire movie was shot incredibly well, and there's some literal jaw-dropping stuff in there. As for the fight scenes, I'm now realizing that I didn't actually notice anything bad about them while watching, so that's better than most Marvel movies, I guess. Now, there's a lot to criticize about Eternals, but there is far more to like. So it's probably the first Marvel property with many glaring errors and plot holes. So what? It may not be great, but Eternals is something new, and that's all I really want from Marvel at this point. I really don't mind if everything doesn't pan out perfectly, just give me something besides the same old generic Marvel shtick that I've seen in every single Marvel property released this year. <gasps> oh god, I've watched so many. <clears throat> but genuinely, I did not know what to expect while watching Eternals, and do you have any idea how long it's been since I felt that way while watching a Marvel property? I know it's not great, and I know I'm mostly just focusing on the good parts of the movie, but there's so much more behind Eternals than it first seems. It isn't perfect, but it's something. It's a Marvel movie that's actively trying to do something new, and I really don't care how many plot holes it has as long as it's trying. Eternals is engaging, character-driven, and above all, unique. And that might not mean much to you, but for me, it amounts to a whole lot more than 